Welcome to day 320 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with Matt Kresge and Katie Kresge and Cindy Kemp, and we continue our journey through the Gospel of John. We come to chapter 10, which is one of the richest passages in, in John, mm-hmm. uh, where Jesus identifies himself with images from Jeremiah and from Ezekiel and, of course, from the life of David as being you know, the good shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that distinguishes him from other shepherds is the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Mm-hmm. So this is a rich mm-hmm. passage and uh, one we're looking forward to reading uh, with you. But before we do, let's do as we always do, offer ourselves in this moment uh, to the Lord. Cindy, do you mind lifting us up yeah, in prayer? Divine. Father, we do thank you for the book of John. We thank you for this um, teaching today looking at the good shepherd we thank you that christ is our good shepherd Mm -hmm. we just ask father that we would look to him that we would not turn our gaze to another father that we would seek him with all our hearts and that we would follow and father that we would desire more than anything to be in fellowship with him daily so be with us as we look at your word that you would teach us Convict us of sin, Father. Encourage us where our hearts need to be um, encouraged and and, um, allow you to be the very lifter of our heads. So thank you for that. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. John chapter 10. Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they'll never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hard hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees a wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. And the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep who are not of this pen, of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. Mm. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, He's demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Mm. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. 
the works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they'll never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, as Jewish appointments picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, I've shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We're not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said, you are gods? If you call them God, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father has set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy, because I said, I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and that I am in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. What a question. I've done many good works for which of these <laughs> you know would you you like to stone me? Mm. And, and of course we we're, we're not stoning you for the the works that you've done. Uh, we're, we're stoning you for claiming to be one with the Father. Well, maybe you ought to look at the works and see if these are not the Father's works. You know they're being done in me and of course it is. A fulfillment of the images, you know, that we've you know, pointed out, you know, so many times that you see in the Old Testament talking about the day of renewal or the day of restoration. And, of course, the day of renewal and restoration, you know, has come, you know, in the person of Christ. What a contrast, you know, when you get this good shepherd imagery. And, I mean, that, that shepherd imagery is carried all throughout Scripture. And, you know, you think of all the kind of Old Testament passages where you have these shepherds who... Are, are condemned. They're shepherds who are, you know, seeking after their own gain. They're they're only interested in their, you know, what it is that that they desire. And here's Jesus. And so you have all those images in the Old Testament, and, and you have him saying, "I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep." And, and as he's speaking to the Pharisees right here, people who are supposed to be shepherding the the flock of God. I mean, what a contrast is Jesus is standing there before them, and they're saying, "Hey, tell us plainly. You know, we're." Who are you? And he says, "You're missing it. I, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep." And I mean, how 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 vivid of an image is Jesus giving us? Really, throughout all of John chapter ten. No, he is playing on some you know, powerful images in Ezekiel, where you know God does condemn the shepherds of His people, uh, you know, who are fleecing the sheep, you know, for their own gain and for their own own wealth and for their own prestige. They do not, you know, care for the sheep. And you know, as go, you know, shepherds so go the sheep or the welfare, you know, of the sheep, and that's why it ultimately promises I will unite all of Israel and Judah under, under one shepherd, mm-hmm. and of course that is the image that he is talking about. I, I am that shepherd, and the thing that distinguishes me from the others is I lay down my life, you know, for the sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, I always thought um, that when he says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, like. I feel like that's preached a lot as um, the the enemy, the enemy, Satan. And I, I don't, you know, I think he 
could be included in this, but it almost seems like Jesus is really referencing what he says earlier that um, very truly I tell you Pharisees anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber um, and so he's saying like, if you do not enter by me the gate um, mm-hmm. then you are entering some other way and you're a thief and a robber and then he's saying that those come to steal kill and destroy it. or is that mm-hmm. specifically about Satan? And no I think you're, you're hitting it perfectly mm-hmm. you're, uh, you're you're right on. It is, you know, it is referring to those again in the Old Testament that referred to as, mm-hmm. as people who, you know, were, were self-appointed leaders, and their purpose in leading was, you know, simply to exalt their own position and to exalt their own status mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. line their own pockets. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, it was not out of concern, you know, for you know for, for sheep. And of course, you even have the powerful image of David being the shepherd king. Right. And the reason he was able to care for you know the people is because he cared for sheep, mm-hmm. you know, rescuing them from the mouth of a lion and uh, or a bear, you know, and that, 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 those kinds of things. And, and so it is certainly the work of the enemy through these these leaders. But he is referring to the leaders of Israel that have exploited the people of Israel and have left them scattered and left them, uh, you know, uncared for. And of course, whenever Jesus comes to the city of Jerusalem, he weeps because mm-hmm. they are like sheep, you know, without a you know without a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it is you know the work of the enemy, but it is work that he is doing through those uh, who have presumed leadership rather than responding to God's call. Mm-hmm. So, lo- oh, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. I was just going to say. Well, and I love how you know they this should resonate to them um, that they're being called sheep, but also eleven sixteen when. Jesus says that he has other sheep that are not of the sheep pen that he also will bring in. So, I mean, that would be Samaritans and Gentiles and, yes, us. us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that he would be, that we would be one flock. I love that. And he would be the, the sole shepherd. shepherd yeah. you know, one shepherd mm-hmm. and, one, and yeah. one flock. Yeah. You know, united under him. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that verse. And then the next two verses, too, where he says that he is... The, willingly laying his life down and, mm-hmm. and he will take it up again mm-hmm. and it really reminds me and I've mentioned this a long time ago but um, when we were watching um, Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe with the kids and and Aslan is about to um, spoiler alert <laughs> Aslan is about to be executed and Jude is probably about four when we were watching this and he was so frustrated because he's like Aslan is they're going there must be more powerful than Aslan the queen must be more powerful and I kept having to tell him no he's choosing to do this he could mm-hmm. easily defeat mm-hmm. everyone here but he's willingly dying as a sacrifice and he mm-hmm. will take his life up again and it's just such a beautiful portrait mm-hmm. of this willingness to to humble himself willingness to I mean die a cursed death mm-hmm. um and but he has the authority to take it up again that's so good mm-hmm. yeah, and let's not miss of course the opposite side of that promise you know thieves come to still kill and destroy um, but I have come and, and what a remarkable statement I have come that they might have life and have it to the fullness mm-hmm. so the abundance you know described or the flourishing you know that we're created to experience in the presence of God and the abundance you know described through so many Old Testament images are fulfilled in the person of Christ and his purpose is to restore us to the fullness God created us to enjoy uh, mm-hmm. in his in his presence living life under his 
blessing, a true picture of human flourishing. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever our picture of flourishing is, where you have the right car, the right neighborhood, the you know, the right income, uh, the right number of kids being exactly well behaved the way they whatever our images mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. fullness of life is is a gift of God. Through the Old Testament, you know, concept of shalom, mm-hmm. being at peace with God and at peace with each other and enjoying his blessing. Mm-hmm. I love the image Jesus continues to build on it and he says in verse 25 I I did tell you but you did not believe the works I do in my father's name testify about me but you do not believe because you are not my sheep my sheep listen to my voice I know them and they follow me I give them eternal life and they shall never perish no one will snatch them out of my hand Mm. my father has given them to me Um, my father who has given them to me is greater than all no one can snatch them out of my father's hand I and the father are one here it is they ask Jesus tell us plainly are you the one he's how, how much more plainly do I need to say this? Yes, I and the Father are one. And, and you get this life to the full, but, but also the security of the life to the full, the eternal mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Not because, you know, it's like the sheep kid had luckily wandered into the fold, but because who the shepherd is, because mm-hmm. the one who holds the sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, and just the, the confidence that that ought to produce in us that, you know, we have a great shepherd who, when trouble comes, you know, he, he doesn't flee when the, the the wolves come. He doesn't run. But at the same time, his hand is powerful enough yeah. to hold on regardless of circumstances, regardless of how at times, we you wonder. know, we wonder. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you think of even the old hymn, you know, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, but here. Or, or maybe even Isaiah. We all like sheep have gone astray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each one of us have wandered mm-hmm. to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him. You know the iniquity, you know, iniquity of us, you know, iniquity of us all, mm-hmm. and it's a, you know, it's a powerful statement. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up, and it's not, uh, uh, you know, it's not the circumstances overcame Jesus. It's Jesus in His grace entered our circumstances, and through His grace, you know, has has redeemed us. Mm-hmm. So beautiful passage all the way through. Katie, do you mind closing us oh, with a word of prayer? Father, there's so much um, beauty in this passage, so much um, to, to meditate on and um, to soak up <laughs> in our hearts. And um, so thank you for these words. Thank you for what they mean to us. Um, as we sit here and talk about this passage, I'm just reminded um, of how smart we think we are so often and how... Um, man we just think we are so amazing and yet i'm reminded here that we are just sheep and we need leadership we need guidance we need the the prodding um and the guiding of of your (laughs) your rod and your staff um we find comfort from your rod and your staff as psalm 23 says um so i thank you thank you that you are a good shepherd and um, that you have laid down your life for your sheep Thank you for the opportunity to be called um, your sheep. So would we be led by you? Would we be humbled by you? Um, and would we, would we know your voice, Lord? Um, what, a, what a gracious gift that we are able to recognize your voice. So um, as we read it and hear it um, each day, would we recognize it more and more? And as we get to... to um, just be known by you and to know you every day as your people. Thank you for your word and for the ways that you use it to shape us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.